Hey now, it is my absolute pleasure to introduce the most optimistic, joyous human being I have never met in my entire life. <laughs> this woman makes me feel, even just seeing her beautiful face makes me feel joyous and happy and a whole lot more excited about life. So we're really lucky to have the incredible Rowie, who's a passionate college owner and educator committed to four things for her students and graduates. She is all about having a healthy, fit, strong brain and body for a lifetime. And we're talking about a long lifetime here. About a career or business that you love. Financial freedom. And the fourth one is superb con uh, communication skills to develop respectful relationships. Now, these have been her personal and professional driving force as a businesswoman, an ex exercise professional, and as an educator. She's an amazing educator. Um, so, and this is all for her long wonderful, amazing, passionate life. So we are incredibly lucky to have you here today, Roy, and thanks for starting off our day. We can't wait to hear what you've got to say. So welcome. Happy Fun Day Sorry. Friday to everybody, and what a fantastic event. You guys are bloody legends. <laughs> As are you. <laughs> hey, now, Roy, before we kick off with hearing your wonderful, um, what you're going to share with us today, we'd really love to know what brings you joy. We're creating a joy list and we're going to share it with everybody here. So what brings you joy? I, uh, I, I didn't sleep last night because I was so excited about today. And the reason for that is my entire life has been dedicated since the age of 13 to those four things. And to be part of a teacher's conference where the information that, that teachers share with our young adults, our future adults, is going to be – it's going to – either make or break their life and to me that's been my driving force we've all got we've all got teachers experiences when we were kids about good and bad ones and I just want to be the I want to be part of the really great experiences when people share with me my life is awesome because of my teacher the teacher that believed in me the teacher that said I could do it the teacher that said it was possible for me and that's, that's why I'm here. And I, I, I couldn't sleep. I was just too excited to be here. So thank you very much for having me. Oh, that is absolutely beautiful. It's really beautiful. And I know that you've made a huge difference for teachers all around the world. And we're really lucky to have you here today. It's the most us. important role in the world. If, if you need to be reminded of that, it is the most important role in the world. We believe that here too at Spectrum. Hey, now, we know that being healthy is important, and I know that you are an absolute champion for health and happiness and, and life and for that big, long, magnificent, juicy life that we're going to live. So what are your five simple, fast, and effective ways to have a happy, happy healthy brain, body for a lifetime? Uh, thank you for asking because it's my favourite question. <laughs> <laughs> I know it is. Uh, I, I'm very challenged, though, and I always start with an apology because I really... I've been an exercise professional for 40 years and I've been teaching exercise, health and fitness for 30 years. And I apologize because I really think we've screwed it up. I think yeah. that the exercise people, and me included for a long time, have made exercise long, boring, complicated, hard. And the reason I can say that so passionately is nobody wants to do it. There's a cult group of 10% of the population. And when I use that very broad number... Uh, that's the people that say they exercise, but we know that people join a gym and don't go. <laughs> so it's not it, the 10% that say that they exercise. It's not really that. That's a false number. So 90% of people in the world don't have a healthy exercise program that's going to keep them healthy, fit and strong for a lifetime. 
90% of people. Now that's a screw up. If you're a teacher and you've got 90% of kids that aren't learning, you're a screw up, yeah? That's, that makes me a screw up. So I really have to look very carefully at what the hell we did wrong and make sure that that changes because we can't have, we now, and the reason I moved to New Zealand from Australia is New Zealand's got the highest rate of childhood obesity. We've got the highest rate of depression and anxiety in children. We've got coronary heart disease, type 2 diabetes in children. That can't happen. I know I sound really passionate and I'm, sometimes it makes me angry because our kids don't deserve that. And if our message doesn't change and if we don't get our kids healthy, what's our future? That's my, my big question. What future have they got? If you haven't got a healthy, fit, strong body and brain, how can you do anything else? Do I sound passionate enough about that? <laughs> oh, my gosh, yes, you do. And, and it's such a, you know, like I love that you are, are willing to sit there and say, hey, we've made a mistake and we need to do something different, something better, because that takes huge guts. And then, and then to go out and actually make a difference, which is what you're doing, eh? Well, I'm going to share with you the simple, the, the most simple stuff. And it, most people are going to say to me, Rowie, I know that already. Uh, can it be that simple? A lot of people say to me, it can't be that easy to be healthy, fit and strong for a lifetime. But the challenge is, uh, and I'll use a simple statement. If I say an apple a day keeps the doctor away, people go, yeah, yeah, it can't be that simple. But what if it was? What if we started with the most simple things and we got everybody to do the simple things that don't take a large amount of effort uh, and that made a difference Uh, and that's what this, and I've been singing this message and I literally sing it, I've been singing it for years (laughs) and if you've ever met me before you're going to hear the same things all over again because that hasn't changed. Anatomy and physiology is a set science as we know. Uh, we don't grow an extra leg or we haven't got three hearts or, or we don't have an extra knee. We're, our anatomy and physiology is exactly the same. So if we stick to anatomy and physiology and don't get caught up in the fads and fashion and silliness of the social media, is it possible that we could be healthy, fit and strong for a lifetime? How does that sound? It sounds absolutely fantastic. Now, there's the next two parts to that is dieting is stupid and exercise is stupid. How about that? Tell me more because now I'm curious. (laughs) Well, if I ask you what exercise is, and I've been asking people this for the last 40 years, most people think it's at least 20 minutes or 30-minute jog or one-hour walk or three times a week at the gym for 45 minutes or an hour. There's no classes that are any shorter than 30 minutes. And how many people, the biggest excuse for not being fit and strong is that I don't have time. It's the number one excuse that people use, I don't have time. But if you go back to the basics of, an, of anatomy and physiology, uh, and I'm, we're all, we all know this because I'm sure that we teach it, our body has a system called the fight and flight system. And when you're under stress, your body goes into, I've got to get the hell out of there, I've got to turn and fight. So what happens now is my body fills up with everything that I need to allow me to do that. And the phosphate system, which is the energy system, the stay alive system, I call it, because literally the human body is designed to stay alive. And if you're in the phosphate system and you're under stress, your body will do everything you need to stay alive. Here's the great news, everybody. The phosphate system is 100% effort for 10 seconds. 10 seconds. Not 10 minutes, not one minute, 10 seconds. And if I put my body under 100% stress for 10 seconds, everything changes. And I know that you guys have great understanding of how the human brain works, 
But when I produce epinephrine, adrenaline, cortisol, fight and flight, the reverse of that, after I've puffed, after I've put in 100% effort, ready? Serotonin, dopamine, endorphins, oxytocin, and brain-derived neurotropic factor. The, the major chemicals that give me a brain change. So now I can think clearly, I can make better decisions. If I've got a test, I can, I can do the test better. I learn more effectively. And that effort requires 10 seconds. <laughs> 10 seconds, that's easy. So I'm really, I'm really at a point now where exercise for me, anything past 10 seconds is a waste of time. Because if I'm going past 10 seconds, I'm now out of the 100% effort system. So my day consists of, and this is the, I'm preaching this with evangelism enthusiasm, because if, what if our kids throughout the day, every 15 minutes, for example, did 10 seconds of high intense activity. So they sprinted on the spot, they jumped, they, they air punched, they did something, but only 10 seconds. Now I've got a massive brain change. I can think more clearly. I can learn more effectively. Uh, that just... That is basic anatomy and physiology. We all understand the fight and flight system, and yet my silly profession has made exercise 20 minutes, 30 minutes, 50 minutes, an hour, but the best result comes in a 10% effort, a 10 second, 100% effort. Doesn't that sound exciting? Please tell me that's awesome. It's incredible. <laughs> and just imagine what's going to be happening in our classrooms. Well, that's where I'm begging. Quality. Can you see me? I'm begging. Because our kids, and, I'll, and I'll, I'm going to be very challenging and very confrontational, so be, please bear with me. But the thing I hate about education, we put kids in a room. Outside fresh air and sunshine is where we learn the best, but we put kids in a room. And then we sit them down. And sitting takes out the major muscles of the body. The brain works better in the upright position. We burn more calories in the upright position. Everything is more, uh, the circulation system works better in the upright position. Because when you, when you sit, you put a big kink in your body and you take out the biggest muscles, the biggest metabolism in the body is in the legs. So then we put kids in a room and we tell them to sit down and be quiet. Now I know there's no teachers here that would do that. But kids are meant to sprint. They're meant to move. They're, their brain is meant to be active. And we, how, how do we expect our kids to learn when they're sitting down in a room and they're not getting puffed? And that's my big, exciting mission now. I used to think that I could change adults and I could get the, health, the world healthy, fit and strong. But the kids get this because kids want to run around. When I hear people say, stop running around, I always say to kids, no, keep running around. <laughs> It's the, the, the body's ability to think more clearly and have a, a smart brain completely changes when you get puffed. Brain-derived neurotropic factor is fertilizer for your brain, which means I'm going to think better, I'm going to be more creative, I'm going to just be a better human being. And that happens in 10 seconds. It's, it sounds really, really simple. I don't know why we're not doing it already. Thank you. Really thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So the five simple things to being healthy, fit and strong for the rest of your life. And I put it into a song and I'm going to sing it because I would love our kids to sing it. And when I sing with the kids, they love it. The first verse to the song is be happy, be happy, be happy, be happy. And it's two words. It doesn't come with any conditions. So it's not like I'll be happy when and if, which is what most humans, you know, I'll be happy if I have more money or I'll be happy if I lose weight or I'll be happier if I have a better job or I'll be happier when it's holidays again. Could we just choose to be happy? Now, I used to say that quite passionately, just choose to be happy. 
But when you get puffed for 10 seconds, you don't have a choice. People say, Roa, you can't be happy all the time. You're ridiculously, obnoxiously happy. But when you get puffed, you then produce dopamine, reward drug, serotonin, satisfaction drug. If you exercise with your animal or with a, with a partner or with people, you get oxytocin, love drug, and brain-derived neurotropic factor. You can't actually be unhappy after you get puffed. The pharmaceutical companies have produced all of these pills to try and change our brain chemistry, but our brain chemistry, we can change ourselves. 10 seconds, high intense, fight and flight, and now I feel good, and then I can be happy. I can't be unhappy when I've sprinted because I've got all those happy neurotransmitters in my brain. And they're for free. I don't have to spend any money on the doctor or the pharmaceutical company. I just have to get puffed. This is really exciting. <laughs> and this is, we, we all know this. No one's going to argue that there isn't a fight and flight system. Nobody's going to argue that that's not what happens in the brain. It's just that the pharmaceutical companies are trying to put it into a pill. And yet we have this capability of doing it for ourselves. We can be happy all of the time if we change our brain chemistry. And that's what getting puffed is all about. So number one is be happy, be happy, be happy. And that comes from 10 seconds of sprinting. Number two, which is completely about the brain, is the brain is anywhere between 80 to 90% fluid, the body 60 to 70% fluid. We're pretty much made up of water. And yet if you read any diet book or any social media influencer about health and fitness, they all talk about exercise, which I think is ridiculous because it's too long, and dieting and who the hell wants to go on a diet. I'm here today to tell you that my favorite foods are chocolate and ice cream and lollies and I love food and I love the food experience. And I never want to go on a diet and I don't want our kids to diet either. I deal with too many parents who are talking about weighing themselves, counting calories, numbering their steps and kids go oh the rest of my life if I want to be healthy I have to do all these numbers and do all these fanatical things I don't want that for our kids do you I want our kids to love their food and when you've got a fit healthy strong body your body burns up everything you put into it it doesn't have a chance to turn into fat because you burn it up but the really important part to that is the water part we we are we are a dehydrated uh, human race because for some reason, we don't talk about it. We talk about exercise, we talk about food, but we don't talk about hydration. So then comes the really complicated, how much water do I drink and how many glasses and has it got to come from a, 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 um, a spa in Fiji or has it got to be in a, a, in a plastic bottle or not a plastic bottle? Here's the thing. We've got to be hydrated and the best way to tell if you're hydrated is to check the colour of your tinkle. So that my favourite song, which is sung now around the world, because people come up to me all over the world and say, drink more water till you've got clear wheeze, drink more water till you've got clear wheeze, drink more water till you've got clear wheeze and drink more water till you've got clear wheeze. So I'm begging you, please, have some form of teaching our kids, and this is my favourite story and I share it every time, I was in a supermarket on the Gold Coast and a guy came up to me who I didn't know and he said, just like confronted me in my, with me and my trolley and he said, you, I've got long clear wheeze because of you. <laughs> I said, that's a great way to start a conversation. You better share with me what that's all about. He said, you came to my son's school. My son came home and shared with us that it's important to have long, clear wheeze, and we set up the gold star chart, which was my recommendation. 
Everyone in the house has got their name on the chart. Every time we do a long clear we, we get a gold star. And here's this father puts his arms in the air and he says, and I'm winning. <laughs> now, this is what followed, please, because this is the this is the influence. I, I've given I've pretty much given up on adults because adults can do whatever they bloody well want. But our kids, they learn really fast. And here's what this beautiful child went home and said to his dad. Dad, we need long, clear wees. We're going to have a gold star chart. This father then said to me, I'm a better father. I'm a better lover. I'm a better accountant because that's what he was. I'm a better footy coach because that's what he was. He said, I didn't realize how important it was to have long, clear wees. Not drink eight glasses because what size glasses? Not drink two liters because what if you don't want to drink water? This thing about two liters, nobody even knows where it came from. And I always ask, what if you're tall? What if you're short? What if you come from a country where it's hot and sweaty? Uh, what if you use your brain more because that requires more fluid? This ridiculous notion that you need eight glasses or two liters. How about just drink more water till you've got clear wheeze? Drink more water till you've got clear wheeze. And it might not be water. Just drink more or and our food gives us fluid. Watermelon's 99% fluid. But if you've got a hydrated brain, is it possible that your brain works better so you learn better? Does all of that make sense? Makes perfect sense. <laughs> so be happy, be happy by getting puffed for 10 seconds. Drink more water till you've got clear wheeze. Drink more water till you've got clear wheeze. Easy. The third one is all about food. And as I shared, I'm really disappointed in what's happened with dieting and food and nutrition and how complicated it is. And I've been to medical conferences where I've literally had cardiologists, oncologists, endocrinologists want to punch each other because they're arguing about food. So one group is carnivore, only eat animals. The other group is plant-based, only eat stuff that grows in the ground. Can you get more opposing views? <laughs> this is my, but this is my new favorite joke. I have a pig that I feed salad and vegetables and it turns it into bacon. <laughs> this whole thing about food, here's my thing. I've got four questions to ask. Number one, do you have a stack of energy? Number two, do you perform at your best? Number three, do you like what you see in your mirror, not some social media's uh, impact on how you're supposed to look? And who cares how you look as long as you love how you look? And number four is are you getting the results that you want? So whatever you're doing, do you have a stack of energy? Are you performing at your best? Do you love what you see in the mirror? And do, are you getting the results that you want? And the interesting thing there is that some carnivores say yes, some plant-based say yes, some people that eat chocolate say yes. All I'm asking is that we get away from the can't have, mustn't have, don't have, shouldn't have. And how about we just focus on real food? So the third uh, verse to this song is very simple. Eat more real food, eat more real food, eat more real food, eat more real food, eat more real food. <laughs> if so it comes... We, oh, sorry. No, go. When you talk about real food, what are you meaning by real food? Well, here's a great question that people ask me. Remember, I've been doing this for 40 years. Rowie, uh, how do I read a food label? And my answer is always the same. Just eat less food with labels. And if on that label you don't know what it is, because most of the labels that we read now, they're numbers rather than words, and it's all stuff that we're not sure what it is. But if I eat a piece of something or if I eat a piece, and that's where the carnivores and the, the uh, plant-based diet people, they all agree. 
that eat natural real food that still looks like that. So if you're going to have a piece of meat, it's not a sausage. If you're going to have a, a piece of fruit, it's not something that's uh, covered in sugar. <laughs> it's, it still looks like real food. And if most of what you eat is real food and you have a fit, strong, healthy body, then you've got a body that burns up everything that you put into it. But even more exciting, food is also about the brain. Would that not be a, a, a really important thing to consider? If I tell somebody don't have, mustn't have, shouldn't have, can't have, especially children, what happens now? Well, they want it. <laughs> and this is my classic example. Can't have chocolate. And a lot of people go, okay, can't have chocolate. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, no chocolate. Saturday, the whole block. So I end up binge eating. Worse than that, though, no chocolate. I don't have any chocolate. And now I'm bloody miserable because I can't have, mustn't have, don't have, shouldn't have. So I'm hangry. I want some chocolate, can't have it. And we have this world of depressed, stressed people because we've put all these rules and regulations on their food. Why don't we just bloody enjoy our food? How's that for Australian passion? That's fantastic. And I, I see a lot of teachers, you know, we get busy and so we wolf whatever we're eating down. So we have something that's quick and easy to, to eat and we wolf it down. We don't even, we don't enjoy even taste it. it. We don't have time to taste it. So I, we're all adults. This is my theory on food. You ready? It should be an orgasm for your mouth. <laughs> Everything you eat should be an orgasm for your mouth. Why the hell would you waste calories on food that you don't like? But those four questions are really important. If you don't have a stack of energy, if you're not performing at your best, if you don't like what you see in the mirror and you're not getting the results that you want, you have to make some changes. But not changes that some wally head on the social media tells you what to do. If I ask... And this is my, my favorite question. If you were your own high-performance eating and exercise coach, what advice would you give yourself? And here's what nobody has ever said to me. My advice to myself, Rowie, would be that I should drink alcohol copious amounts, I should take drugs, I should eat takeaway food every meal, and I should sit on my ass. <laughs> nobody has ever said that to me, ever. Everybody's got a really good idea of what's going to work for them. Another great question that I ask is if you've ever been in great shape, healthy stack of energy, what were you doing then? And just reverse. Because if you don't like what you're doing now, or you don't like what you've got now, go back to what you were doing. And if you still, if you've never been healthy, fit and strong and you, and you don't know what to do, how about engage the common sense, which is eat more real food. <laughs> rather than stuff that comes in a packet in a bag. And that's how simple I want it to be for our kids. I want our kids to be happy, drink more water till they've got clear wheeze, eat more real food. That's the three verses to the song and there's only five verses. How are we going so far? Pretty simple. You're doing great. <laughs> okay, number four, and I've covered it already, is just get fit. Because no one's going to argue that when you're unfit, nothing works effectively. Number one for women in particular, our hormonal system doesn't work effectively. So, and I'm going to, this is just a, a special personal gift. I'm well past menopause, <laughs> but I didn't know that. I just said to my husband, I think I've been through menopause. He said, what do you mean? I said, well, I haven't had a period for about five years now, so I think I've gone through menopause. <laughs> See, the endocrine system, our hormonal system is part of our body. And if your body's fit and strong, your endocrine system works really well. One of the things that was really important to me as a woman was to be in control of my hormones, not the other way around. And I was always told that menopause would be a horrible experience. And I just, 
I never even gave it any thought. I just said, I'm going to be fit and strong. And I went one day, oh, I haven't had a period for a long time. <laughs> That's my personal story because I'm really fit and really strong and I'm very old. And I plan on getting younger as I get older. I'm getting fitter and stronger as I get older. But why wouldn't you? Isn't that what wisdom and, and life experience is all about? But what I've realized, and I've shared this passionately already today, it's not about exercise and it's not about dieting. It's about getting fit and it's about being strong. And they're two different things, I promise you. Because getting fit is 10 seconds. The only way to get fit is to get puffed. And to work at 100% effort, the only energy system is the phosphate system and it's 10 seconds. So my fourth verse to this song is, no, there's no word, so this is the easiest verse. It's just this. <laughs> so my song to that is four puffs an hour, four puffs an hour, four puffs an hour, four puffs an hour. All day, every day, without fail, and particularly when I'm stressed, because I get lots of, I'm a, I'm a teacher, I deal with parents, and hasn't that changed? It used to be parents were on our side and they wanted their kids to learn. Now parents are, I don't know what's happened to parents. <laughs> it's like, I want my kids to be lazy and I don't want them to learn. I know I'm being general, but I deal with that all the time. And the first thing I do when I have a conversation like that is I get my boxing gloves out and I punch a bag. I've got that next to my standing or I've got a tread desk so I don't even sit down. Uh, I, I've got a skipping rope. I've, I've got a body that can do jump squats and I've got a body that can sprint on the spot. So every 15 minutes I get puffed for 10 seconds. I'm going to say that again. 10 seconds. <laughs> so so small like 10 seconds is tiny can we do it everybody on your market set go just i don't care if you don't even stand up just move your arms goes like this ready go 10 9 go 8 faster 7 harder 6 harder go 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 5 4 3 2 1 Woo <laughs> we've just changed our brain chemistry if we do that for our kids, and I don't know, I don't, I, this is a beautiful group of people I can see in front of me. Thank you so much for being here. I'm begging you. Our kids need to get puffed all day long. Because <laughs> when they do that, their brain changes. <laughs> they learn better. All the challenges we've got with behavior. When I've got a brain full of dopamine and serotonin, I'm a different person. <laughs> I'm not an angry person anymore. I'm not an aggressive person anymore. I'm not a naughty person anymore. And that can be changed. That brain chemistry can change in 10 seconds. And that's why I call it four puffs an hour. Imagine our schools, if we had standing desks and or, I would love every child to have a treadmill desk like I've got. <laughs> so you never sit down. And I've, I spoke to this at, at a group of um, principals conference where I said, what if we lobbied China and said, look, we want 300,000 tread desks for our students. Uh, how, how cheaply can you make those things for us? I want, their I want our kids, our, our future adults, to grow up fit and strong, not to exercise and diet. Please take that out, those two words out. I bloody hate them. Exercise and diet have screwed us around. When I get fit and when I get strong, I'm a different person. And to get fit, I've got to go hard for 10 seconds. So the fourth verse is, <laughs> go. <laughs> so let's do a quick overview. Be happy, be happy, be happy, and drink more water till you've got clear wheeze. Drink more water till you've got clear wheeze. Eat more real food, eat more real food, eat more real food. <laughs> 
So being fit means a healthy brain. It means a healthy endocrine hormonal system. It means a fast metabolism, so I burn up everything I put into my body really quickly. It means an immune system that's really strong. But the fourth part of the, sorry, the, the, the last verse, the fifth part, they're connected. Because strength for us as teachers, I think, is the most important thing. We've got to be mentally and physically strong. Even physically strong now sometimes because we've got aggressive kids. <laughs> uh, mentally strong every day because we're dealing with one of the, I believe, the most, as I shared, the most important role in the world. But more importantly, if you don't look after you, how can you look after 20 or 30 other new human beings? And I've, I know that you've all heard this example before, but it's very strong on a plane. If you've traveled on a, a plane recently, and we have gone back to travel, yes. the, the mask will fall out of the ceiling. You have to breathe yourself first because you can't help your children. You can't help the grand, your grandparents. You can't help the people on the plane unless you're breathing. And as school teachers, as educators, if we're not strong, how the hell can we set the example for our kids to be strong? And if we're not looking after ourselves, how can we look after anybody else? So mental and physical strength for me is, is the ultimate, and I've left it to last for a reason. Because if I'm going to sprint for 10 seconds, if I'm going to do anything at high intense activity for 10 seconds, I have to have strong muscles and bones to do that. Because if I'm weak and frail, I can't sprint anyway, which means I can't change my brain. Do you see how that's all connected? Yeah. And the challenge we've got, is, particularly as women, is that strength has been about the gym and lifting heavy and big muscles and looking ridiculous. And I, and I get that. <laughs> and that's the, that's the biggest screw-up of all. I want to take that out. I want to take the word strength training away or the word exercise away and just how do I get strong? And here's what nobody argues about. If I overload my muscles and bones, I will get strong. If I've got strong muscles, they pull the, the, the connection of the muscle to the bone pulls on that landing site, and I now have strong bones. And I'm going to give you a very quick story for that. My mother was diagnosed with advanced osteoporosis at 74 years of age. She already had a walking stick. They ordered her a walking frame and said within a year she'd be in a, in a wheelchair with advanced osteoporosis, bone thinning disease, and just as a quick statistic on that, women that are diagnosed with advanced osteoporosis, within 12 months, 50% of them are dead. Wow. Dead. They don't die of osteoporosis, they just die of no quality of life. Once, they, once you're put in a wheelchair and you can't, supposedly can't move around, what, life is not even worth living anymore. And that was my mother at 74. My husband has a master's degree in exercise scientist. He's a published research scientist in the health science arena. And he just said, enough is enough. I don't care what the orthopedic surgeon said. I don't care what the doctor said. We are going to build back your bones. So he threw her walking stick away and made her stand on one leg. We have to start strengthening your muscles, strengthening your bones. Cut a very long story short, at the age of 80, my mother, in my mother's family, everybody died under the age of 60 from coronary heart disease. At the age of 80, my mother went back to the orthopaedic surgeon to have her bone mineral density test, and the orthopaedic surgeon said, we have to run the test again because it's a false reading. She said, what do you mean? And he said, well, you don't have osteoporosis anymore. And what? she said, what are, you, what are you talking about? And he said, well, your initial test when you were 74, you had advanced osteoporosis. Now you have slight osteopenia, which is what most girls have at, at teenagers because they diet. 
My mother started boxing, impact, lifting heavy, heavy things, running up and down stairs, because when you go downstairs, you get impact through your bones. And this is the coolest thing. With this coronary heart disease in our family, my mother had a heart attack. The first thing that she said when she came out of the heart attack, perfectly fine, uh, out of the surgery from the heart attack, she said to the cardiologist, when can I start boxing again? She was 80 years of age. <laughs> That's fantastic. I, I want you to imagine the cardiologist's face. He stepped back. <laughs> I was there. I was gorgeous. And he said, nobody has ever asked me that question before. <laughs> and, and particularly not an 80-year-old woman. My, my mother, where everybody in her family died under the age of 60 from coronary heart disease, my mother passed away in her sleep peacefully at 98. I wish that for everybody. Isn't that the ultimate way? If we're going to go, barring accident, wouldn't it be awesome to just go to sleep? And that was my mother with strong bones, strong muscles, and a different headspace. She became a young woman at 80, and she was an old, sick woman at 74. I'm, I don't want our kids to get to 74 and then have to make changes. I want our kids to grow up in a world where being fit and strong is normal. Not exercise and dieting, where being fit and strong, strong, strong is normal. <laughs> And the beautiful thing with our kids is that when you, the, the, the biggest weight that any of us will ever have to lift really is our own body weight. So one of the things that I find fascinating in the big screw up, you go to the gym and some silly person will give you a program, for example, with a five kilogram dumbbell for women because women don't want to get big muscles. But that same woman will pick up her briefcase when she leaves the gym or her gym bag and it weighs 10 kilos. <laughs> So she's gone to the gym to underload her muscles, and it's a waste of time. It's been a complete waste of time. Uh, I've just, and this is a very, again, very personal story. As an old lady, uh, we've just moved to the South Island of New Zealand. We've been here now seven months in central Otago, the hottest, coldest, windiest, wettest, mistiest, most extreme place in New Zealand. And I have moved, literally, to build my new garden in my new house, I have moved over 200 tonne of dirt, rock, soil, sand with a wheelbarrow, with a pick and with a shovel <laughs> and, a, and a rake. I've done a lot of raking. I'm sharing that with you because, I, as I said before, I'm getting younger and fitter and stronger as I get older. And if you ask me, Rowie, do you exercise? I will tell you, no, I do not exercise. I get puffed for 10 seconds and I lift something heavy, something heavy once a week a rock, a wheelbarrow full of sand, a log, something heavy. And I use every muscle in my body so that my muscles pull on my bones and my bones are strong. And the really big one for the last three years of interesting experiences that we've had is that our immune system is built inside our bones. <laughs> if you have weak bones, you'll have a weak immune system, which means you'll get sick. You'll get coronary heart disease, type 2 diabetes, osteoporosis, and you'll pick up every germ bug and virus germ bug and virus there is on the planet. But if you've got a strong immune system because your bones are strong and your muscles are strong and you're mentally tough, you can survive anything. You can deal with anything. And here's my big question and very confrontational again. As teachers, do we have any other option? We have to be the strongest, toughest people on the planet. We have to be because our kids are looking at what we do. And I know that we all hear this every day, but it doesn't matter what we say to our kids what we do is screaming loudly that they can't hear what we say. 
And I want to be, and this is, I'll finish with this very personal story. At 13 years of age, I was overweight, buck teeth, pimples on my face, and bullied at school for all of those reasons. I started exercising. My school bought to, to our school, bought a, to a couple that started, uh, <laughs> we did aerobics. We did Jane Fonda aerobics in Lycra. <laughs> so at 13 years of age, I had a brain full of, because I got puffed, I had a brain full of dopamine, serotonin, endorphins. I decided I'd become an exercise professional from that day. I went to my school principal, and this is why I love school teachers so much. I said to my school principal, how much are you paying those people to teach us aerobics? And he said, $30, why do you ask? I said, I'll do it for $25. I was overweight, buck teeth, pimples on my face, 13 years of age, but I wanted to do this for a living. So from 30 years of age to 60 plus, I'm... I have been an exercise professional all of my life, and I don't even like to call myself that anymore. I just call myself a results coach. I'm sharing that with you because my driving force has, I I know how good I felt that day, and that's the reason I became involved in being fit and strong, because I wanted everybody else in the world to feel as good as I did that day when I was a 13-year-old little girl. Now, in my lifetime, the world has gotten fatter and sicker and weaker and more depressed and more diseased than it's ever been. So you can imagine how I feel. I have screwed up. It it, it hasn't worked. So I'm begging you all today, please help me with this special mission. Our kids deserve better than pharmaceutical depression drugs. And I'm sharing this very passionately and openly because I have a a girlfriend that owns pharmacies in New Zealand. And I deal with neuroscientists, psychologists and psychiatrists every day. And we now have one in three in New Zealand children who are on some kind of mind-altering drug. And if you have not read the side effects of a mind-altering drug, please read the packet or the big pile of paper that the doctor should give you if they're putting kids, anybody, on any kind of antidepressant. If you read the side effects of those drugs, I'm begging you, just read them. But the ultimate side effect of a a mind-altering antidepressant drug is suicidal tendencies. And in New Zealand, we have the highest rate of teenage suicide. Can we not make a connection there? I've got, now I've got tears in my eyes because I believe that the people here today, we can make a difference. And if we don't, who the hell's going to do it? What right do we have for our kids to grow up in a world where putting them on mind-altering drugs because they're not happy becomes normal? And it's all become normal. Our kids are obese. We've got half of our kids overweight or obese. That means it's normal. We've got kids with uh, osteoporosis, coronary heart disease and type 2 diabetes they're supposed to be old people's diseases and we've got them in children. We've got children with osteoporosis because they've been sitting down for all of their life. They're 15 years of age and they've got osteoporosis. Their neck of femur has wasted away because they're not fit and strong. Please, I'm begging you, let's make a difference with our kids. So it goes like this. Be happy, be happy, be happy and drink more, drink more water till you've got clear wheeze. Drink more water till you've got clear wheeze. Eat more real food, eat more real food. Get puffed. <laughs> and last one, be strong mentally and physically. Be strong, be strong. So can we sing it one more time? There's only five verses. Are you ready? Set, yes. go. Three times each. Be happy, be happy, be happy, and drink more water till you've got clear wheeze. Drink more water till you've got clear wheeze. Drink more water till you've got clear wheeze. Eat more real food, eat more real food, eat more real food. (sighs) And be strong. Be strong.
strong. <laughs> and I will share with you that I've been to literally, I'm going to say hundreds, maybe thousands of schools in Australia, New Zealand, UK, and America. And there's something very special when I have 100 or 200 kids in a school singing that song loudly. And then when I leave the school at the end of the day, I've got kids sprinting up and down the school and they're singing, drink more water till you've got clear wigs as they're sprinting. That's the change that I want to make in the world. And you ask me what lights me up. <laughs> I hope you realise this morning that that is exactly what lights me up. And I hope that I've lit you all up a little bit too. Thank you for having me today. I can just see from the faces that I can see up on the screen up here, you have certainly lit us up. You know, you're, you're passionate. Your mission is something absolutely stunning and beautiful, and it's something achievable. So you know, achievable! <laughs> we, well, as teachers, we get stuff thrown at us all the time. You know, we need to be doing this and this and this, and, it's, and it feels heavy and it feels hard. Nothing you've said today feels heavy or hard. It feels accessible and achievable, and it's something that we can do ourselves. You know, standing at the photocopier, there's your minute. No, 10 seconds. 10, oh, 10 seconds. seconds. Sorry, 10 seconds. Oh. It's just that you might be standing at the photocopier for a minute. Yeah, 10 seconds. You can do that at the photocopier. You can do that while you're waiting for your, you know, lining up for your coffee. Microwave, kettle to boil. No, it's there. And, if our, and, and the thing is, if our kids see us doing this, they, go, they, they, they copy us. And they, they are, do. So. They do. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, oh, thank you. And there's, and you've given us a, a really good reason to do this too because it's about our kids' health and it's about the future future of our students, our, the children that we care for, and the future of our world. Can I share, and I'll, do, I'll share it again, it, it, we can't help the kids if we don't look after us first. <laughs> if you go to school tired and stressed and annoyed and hangry and upset because you can't have a chocolate... This is not a good day. <laughs> For anyone. <laughs> no. If, if our, and I, this is a, another beautiful example. If, if our kids see us eating chocolate and we say, can't have this, it's bad for me, but I'm going to eat it anyway, what message does that send? If I'm going to have a piece of chocolate and I'm thoroughly enjoying it and I say, this is so yummy and I'm really enjoying it, that sends a different message. If I say to my kids, I have to exercise to burn calories, lose weight and fit in my clothes, that's why I'm dieting, that's why I'm exercising, they hear that. Surely that's the wrong message. How about, I want to be fit and strong, so let's jump up and down for 10 seconds. Not let's go for a walk for an hour. Doesn't change the brain and it's boring. The kids, are, that, that's the whole thing with the attention, isn't it? It's only 10 seconds, but then it changes the brain. Totally. And I know that we all know this because the fight and flight system is not new. I learned that in year nine, I think, in school. <laughs> it's yeah. a, it, we, just, we just have to apply it from a physiological point of view. Yeah, and, and I agree with you, Roy. If we don't look after ourselves, we can't be the best person in our classroom for our kids. Thank you, please. And that's what we want. We want happy, healthy teachers out there yes, making please. a difference in their classrooms. Hey, Roy, now um, we're just about to finish off, but I know that you've got a free gift that you wanted to talk to us about, so I'd love to hear about that. Uh, this is a, and this was a kick in the ass that I got, so thank you very much. I've had, <laughs> I have a, a college, an international college, to train people to be business professionals and exercise professionals, and I send out information to my students every day. But my students said to me, Roy, why can't the rest of the world get this? So everything that I was only sending to my students, I now put on YouTube every day. So it's called Romax, 
And it's the, those four things, how to be healthy, fit and strong for a lifetime, how to have a career or business that you love, how to be financially free and how to have great relationships, so communication skills. That's my driving force. That's my education program. That's what we teach at the Max International Colleges. And that is free to the world on YouTube every day. And there's a mini max, which is about a minute. And there's a row max, which depends on the, on the, on the topic, it can be 20, 30, 40 minutes. And that is just my gift to the world. And, I, and my husband, <laughs> we, we joke about this at my house. Can you imagine a world of social media where there were no numbers on the social media? Because most people are driven by numbers. I don't know. I just do my video and, I, and he puts it up for me because I'm not techo savvy like that. I don't care how many followers, I don't care how many subscribers, I don't care how many likes. If I can change one person's life by the information that I've given out that day, I've had a great day. So it's, that, that is my gift. Please, if, that's a, if you think that I, what, I, what I might have to share can add value to your life or somebody else's life, it is those four things and it's up every day and it's called Romax. Pretty easy to remember. Live your life to the max. And it is absolutely brilliant. I love it. It's like a little pop of enthusiasm or inspiration that, that brings a little bubble to the day and helps just keep you, keep us on track. So I, lo- I love seeing your wee Romax videos coming through on my emails Thank and you. things. Thank you very much, Roy. And thanks for that gift. For so all the people that I, because I don't, I don't know, I know Karen and I've been involved with Spectrum Education for, I, I don't know now, 15, 20 years maybe. <laughs> Uh, I love this woman. I love what the business stands for. I love the organisation, but most importantly, I love teachers. And if if you don't love you, then how can you teach our kids to love themselves? So please look after you, and thank you so much for having me today. Thank you so much, Rowan. Now, we do have one last question, sorry, before we wrap up. We are asking all of our presenters, what are you reading or listening to or watching that's inspiring you at the moment? Uh, I don't know how many people have been to Central Otago in New Zealand. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm surrounded in the winter in snow, by snow-capped mountains and I'm surrounded in the summer by these mountains that just change because of the clouds. And nature has become my driving force. I am so... Ins- at the night time, I go outside and look at the stars. During the day, I'm constantly looking up, sunrise, sunset... Uh, there's plenty of books to read and there's plenty of libraries and there's plenty of podcasts and screens to look at. But my inspiration and my learning now comes from, from nature. Why do we have 160 kilometre hour winds? Where does the snow come from? All of those really cool things that I think as humans we get caught up in all the human stuff. But nature, when you look up at night and the stars, are there's millions of them. It makes you realise how insignificant some of our challenges really are. So that, that would be my request Take time out every day to look at, don't miss a sunset, don't, don't miss an opportunity to appreciate the beautiful world that we live in because too many people say it's a terrible world. And I'll finish on this quote, bad things will always happen and bad people will always do shitty stuff, but the world will only become a bad place when good people do nothing. So may we all go and do what we need to do. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Roe. What a fantastic way to finish today, um, finish our session today. We need to write that down. Thank you so much, Roy, again, for your enthusiasm, for your energy, for your passion. Let's go out and now. Let's make it happen. Woo! Woo! <laughs> Remember your five things, ten seconds, easy peasy. Let's do it and let's pass it on to our kids. Can we all give Roy a bit of love, a wee bit of a wave? Thank you so much. Thanks, we everyone. Love you, Roy.